Hey guys, and welcome back to Table for One. Um, two episodes that are like kind of on time. Who is this new month? I guess it's September now. Happy spring for Southern Hemisphere people, and happy autumn or fall, as people might call it in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, anyway, new month, new podcast episode. Again, it's a Friday night, and I'm recording, but we are in lockdown still, so wasn't exactly going to be doing anything else um yeah so two weeks and counting and lockdown I think two weeks and three days now officially um the rest of the country so the rest of New Zealand apart from Northland and Auckland has moved down an alert level um so they have slightly less restrictions which basically just means they can get takeaways which yes I am jealous of and I keep seeing it over social media and yes I wish I could also get takeaways but hopefully Auckland will be there and Northland will be there um, in the not too distant future but all in all I'm still coping okay had a bit of a wobble this afternoon I was like I guess the realization of that I've been cooped up in the same house for like more than two weeks and I've still got a week and a half at least to go kind of hit me a bit but went outside, got some fresh air, um, talked to my mum, I felt way better. So I guess it's like a reminder that everyone goes through wobbles and speed bumps here and there, but, and especially because of stuff like COVID and lockdowns and the uncertainty of it all can definitely affect people. So you're not alone if you're feeling the same. Um, please look after yourself, do what makes you feel good. And we'll get through this. Um, We actually had a bit of a close call. Like, okay, it wasn't that serious at all. But it definitely reinforced to me the real threat that viruses like COVID obviously actually are. Like, and that it can literally affect anyone. So the local supermarket that um, we go to, the one near my flat, was a location of interest. Literally, I think I was there, like the days both days either side of when an infected person was there and one of my flatmates was there like within minutes but luckily um my flatmate had left before the positive case had arrived so um she didn't have to like isolate or anything but it just really it definitely shook us a little bit and we're like we have to be really careful and you know minimize things like we're only going for essential trips um oh you know obviously we weren't just going for like oh i'm bored let's go to the supermarket but we're really trying to cut down on like how much we're going into places um obviously so you're just reminded like be please be careful make sure you're scanning in wearing masks washing your hands you know we all know what to do um but especially this new variant is so contagious um so yeah if you're sick please get a test and get vaccinated if you're eligible um i think pretty much everyone above the age of 12 in New Zealand now is so get on to that this is your sign um otherwise sorry COVID run slightly over I guess um uni finished I handed my last assignment for this first half of semester the other day so for the past couple of days I've been in full holiday mode like the weather's been so nice so walking running sitting outside in the sun and just reading um actually yeah book update so I made an order from bookity book books um 
and it came like within five days which is so good so if you're in New Zealand would again highly recommend I put the Instagram handle in the show notes of last week's episode but they're at Bookity Book Books on Instagram and if you just google that as well their website will pop up and she sent me a little note when with the order it just was really nice and as always supporting local businesses so I've actually just started the f- one of the first of the three that I got in the order which is Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro um, it's really good it's not what I thought it would be like I but I also don't know what I thought it would be like. But it's very well written. Um, so I'm only like a couple chapters in, but I'm liking it so far. There's like, I kind of get the feeling it's one of those books where as the book unfolds, you just kind of slowly start to like piece together more of the story. Like there's a like, there's like a lot of things that get mentioned that the audience doesn't know kind of what they are or how they fit together, if that makes sense. So it's intriguing. That's the main word. I'm intrigued, but I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm sure he'll get. I'm sure he'll get more updates as the weeks go on. Um, otherwise, of course, lockdown baking wouldn't be a proper lockdown without it. So yesterday I made focaccia and chocolate chip cookies, both so good. We have pretty much we've eaten all the focaccia. The cookies have nearly gone as well, but it was that was really good. Um, yeah, again, just going for walks, hanging out in the sunshine because it's been beautiful weather the past couple of days, which I'm really really grateful for. Um, finally starting to feel more like spring a little bit summery but I can't be fooled because I still have to wear like a jacket if I want to go out properly so not just yet but yeah I still like even though you know we're going fine I'm coping okay I'm still not gonna say like I want to stay here you know I, I want to get back to normal that would be lovely um but anyway, sorry for all the rambling intro. Today's episode, I actually wanted to talk about comparison. Specifically, the grass isn't always greener. So obviously we like always hear that thrown that sorry, that phrase thrown around. Um, you know, the grass is always greener, but I the grass isn't always greener, it just looks greener. And there is a big difference. So I feel like this is something I kind of think about a lot or have been a bit recently. Um, Sort of, you know, when you're looking at someone else's life or something they have or something they've done and just that feeling of, oh God, like I just want their life. It looks so much better than mine. It looks so much more fun than mine. It looks so much more interesting than mine. It looks so much cooler. Yeah, I don't know. Like you just objectively think that someone else's life or situation is better than yours and obviously it's like a super hard thing to avoid because with obviously social media both the a blessing and a curse um others lives are so available to us like we can see so easily what everyone else is up to like whenever we want it's literally at our fingertips um so it's made this comparison just almost unavoidable, like, yeah, essentially it is unavoidable. Um, and particularly if you, I don't know, I feel like if you just live around people as well, even if you're not on social media, you're always seeing what other people have and this very capitalist consumer society that most of us live in, particularly here in New Zealand and in Auckland being a big city as well, I think you it's amplified more and it's 
and on some ways it's honestly just so it's it's so hard to keep up it's impossible really and it brings up these you know emotions that i guess we view objectively as negative so you know, maybe jealousy or envy or bitterness towards a person or their situation when in fact it's nothing to do with the person themselves it's just i guess that we view them as being better or of higher status or something than ourselves um and it's really interesting because i think it ties into this idea of us never being satisfied and obviously that's something that um capitalism has just tapped into and capitalized on essentially that you know we always want more we never satisfy we want the next thing and it's like this thing called the hedonistic treadmill um and hedonism is the idea that you get something and you're like okay when i get this i'll be satisfied or i'll be happy or whatever and you get it and oh no okay then we get the next thing and then the next thing and it's never ever enough we always want more you know maybe we'll we'll we will be content with that new thing for a short period of time but there's always going to be a point where we just want the next best thing and of course that's like i was saying before how capitalism has just thrived because we have just become such avid consumers and we always want more and the newer things and bigger and better and brighter and there's always going to be a market for new products really um because of this element of human nature so it's quite scary really um and it's hard to keep in check but i guess we have to remember it's what we're seeing about people's lives is only ever at surface level and it's sort of i guess what they're choosing to present to the world so we never truly know what's going on beneath the surface um and i think obviously with social media it's this is made a thousand times worse because you're literally just getting a snapshot an instant a few seconds of video of someone's life carefully curated and edited and you know can be very staged and posed to present a certain view so of course that's easy to you know look at that and think oh that looks perfect even though that's very surface level and superficial but even with sometimes with friends like people you know well people like my friends i think i know really well and i think oh my god this person i wish i had their wardrobe or i wish i had as many friends as them or i wish i don't know like i had enough money to buy the makeup they do or something like that um i wish i had their relationship like and these people we know really well we know they aren't just like putting on these things but i guess you still if they have that comparison i think it's where it gets quite confusing it's not just a matter of being presented things in this very carefully curated polished form um so yeah in some ways i think the comparison you know hedonism and the hedonistic treadmill and thinking that the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence is an intrinsic human trait but it's definitely made worse by social media um yeah like i was saying it's anyone has the ability to make their life look glamorous and share that with the world essentially if they want to um as well as the theme and trend of romanticizing your life you know people making things look pretty and doing it for the aesthetic and i 100% say i'm definitely guilty of this at times or if not most of the time um because you know it feels good to 
take a photo and you know that oh like look this my food looks really nice today or like this outfit is really nice I'm going to share it with people and they're going to know that I have a really nice outfit or that my bowl of oats looks really pretty or something and it's to some degree like what are you how much are you doing that for yourself versus how much are you doing that so other people know that you're doing that um I guess how much are you doing it for other people's perception of you to be to craft that perception to be a certain thing um I think it's quite a confronting thought really but I'm not gonna say there's not an element of truth in there you know um but yeah I guess if you know we think about how we all probably do that to some degree then it can also make it easier to deal with by turning it on other people and realizing that they're doing the same thing and what they're sharing on their social media is also only the highlights reel, you know. Um, and I know there's been a big pushback against this to share things that are more raw and real and when you're not having a good day. But I would say the vast majority is still very much that shiny, polished, squeaky clean highlights reel. And it's going to take a while for that balance to change. Um, so it's something that's made it very difficult but I guess being aware of it is the first step to being able to not let it affect you so much Um, one thing that I also thought of when I was thinking about this episode was paid partnerships and sponsorships and being gifted things I think it can create this idea that a product particularly like you know, paid partnership with Princess Polly or a beauty company or a hair care company or something and suddenly I've got these beautiful shiny locks or my skin has never looked so good or my I've got my perfect summer out, like wardrobe sorted. And it's a bit like, oh, okay, that one product can fix everything. So as soon as I get that one product, all my problems will be solved because I'll look gorgeous and I won't have any pimples and, you know, my hair will be so sleek and shiny and whatever. Um... So again, ties into capitalism very closely, but the idea that it's products that we need to fix things when it's not the material thing that we're actually after ever. I think it's definitely more of a inward emotion or something untangible. It's like, you know, I'll be happy when I get this. I'll be more interesting. I'll be cooler. I'll look prettier. Um, I'll be more popular, I'll be more interesting, I'll be smarter, like, none of those are things that you can get, really, by um, obtaining material goods and products, so when we say, you know, oh, I just want the water of that, of that that girl has, my life will be so much better. It won't be better because you have the wardrobe. It will, be better, it will be better because you think that the emotions associated with the wardrobe or the life associated with the wardrobe will be one of greater popularity and maybe an, your perfect relationship and feeling cooler and like just being objectively better in your eyes kind of thing. Um, sorry, that's a bit of a ramble, but that makes sense. I do... Th- I think that's essentially what this comparison always comes down to. Um, And it's... We're fighting a losing battle because 
especially with the instantaneousness of life today and like the modern world you know modern 21st century we're living in everything is so quick we can get things so quickly you know what was it amazon prime delivery or whatever you can get things in like a day and trends and products get old so quickly and retire and people are always start chasing to keep up um so whatever whatever it is we'll never have enough we'll never we'll never be satisfied we'll always be comparing you know and it's like the hedonism again and it's just exhausting because we're trying to keep up with these absolutely unattainable standards and expectations of what the best life looks like when we'll never actually be able to get there because it's always going to be out of reach because that's how it's designed to be um so that might also sound really depressing but I just think it's really interesting and it's such a prominent feature in the world we live in today but um I also think there are ways that we can avoid falling into the trap of comparison um or at least not let it affect us as much and largely I think that gratitude and practicing gratitude and I know that this time has so many connotations and it has a bit of a woo-woo like hippie idea around it or very much like head in the clouds not you know planted in reality idea but the basic definition of gratitude is actually from google the quality of being thankful readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness and if you take you know the quality of being thankful and showing appreciation for you know kindness and returning kindness but by being thankful and appreciative for what you actually already have it sort of automatically puts a bit of a stop or slows down the thoughts of oh, I'm lacking or I've got this missing and it focuses you to think about oh what do I actually already have in life or what's good what do I have lots of and I think people will definitely be surprised like and it can be the simplest things you know it can be that I can see the sky outside my window or that I only live five minutes from the bus stop to that I take to go to work rather than like 10 minutes or I don't know like I have a really comfy jacket or that I have a really good couple of best friends or that I have a great relationship with my parents or that I have a roof over my head like there's so many things that we can be so grateful for and I think the more you start to think of that you automatically start to look for the things that you already have in your life rather than thinking oh god I don't have the latest iPhone or I don't have you know as many pairs of shoes as my um friend at school or I don't have like you know Spotify premium or something whatever it is like because you have almost retraining your brain to instead of see what's lacking and comparing it to other what other people have you're seeing what you already have lots of or have in abundance and I think that's really valuable um so even if it's and I know people say this all the time like you know write down three things you're grateful for but even if you just wake up every morning and try and think in your head and you don't have to write it down or say it or anything um, or I don't know while you're on your commute to work or just before you go to sleep at night just 
thinking even if it's one thing every day or every second day if that's all you can do what you're grateful for I think slowly you do start to notice the good quote-unquote things more and more um another thing that I think can be really helpful is a social media break or reset um now I'm not particularly good at this but I do try to I have like a screen time limit as that was called yeah sort of I think from about like 10 to 8 in the morning I try not to go on my socials doesn't always work and obviously not perfect but it's something I am trying to implement because especially I think last thing at night and first thing in the morning it's so easy to like pick up your phone and almost like doom scroll when you just see what everyone else is up to um and that's great like social media is fantastic for obviously being connected and you know seeing oh that person like I don't know moved here or that's a really cool achievement that they accomplished but it can also automatically ties into a comparison and you subconsciously start thinking oh god I wish I looked like that or that looks so much fun I wish I went there or you know I wish I had the job they do so I could afford to do the things that they're doing and etc etc and it you know obviously leads to that spiral so if you can like on and I admire for this I'm trying to kind of work up to it like doing a detox whether it's 12 hours a whole day a week detox from all social media um that obviously could be a really great way to do it and then people say that you know if you start reintroducing it you just add things one at a time and you don't add anything that you didn't really miss um but if that's a lot and I know that going cold cold turkey is quite intense um you can obviously set time limits like I was saying and you can even set like you know 15 minutes per day or whatever um so then at least you're getting a physical reminder of how much time you are spending on these things and it's not just you know consuming your life but also um you can just gradually start to clear out or like reset your feed and I've definitely noticed myself doing this over the past probably like year and a bit maybe just like people who you know I'd follow and I'd just end up seeing their content and feeling worse about my own life and self and when I started noticing that I'd try and consciously remember to unfollow them and you don't owe anyone a follow on you know any social media or a friend or whatever it is you know just because they want to follow you doesn't mean you have to follow them back um you know in the age of follow for follow anymore that's just honestly ridiculous in my opinion um and you know so be it if people unfollow you as well like it goes both ways but instead of you know if people you find their content really funny or they do post really beautiful photos or they inspire you and motivate you that's great those was that's what you should be filling up your feed with I think um as well as people obviously that you do want to see what they're up to and stay connected to but the last thing people want to do is just be looking at you know 10 of the same home workout post and then feeling terrible about themselves because they haven't done a home workout today when you know you obviously don't need to um there's no rules around it but so yeah I think that sort of that clearing out or resetting of the feed and your following can be quite useful and it's less of a drastic step than a complete detox um but otherwise like I was saying before I think it this comparison or feeling like your own life is lesser or not as good as someone else's does actually always come from a something you feel like 
is missing that's not material that's an intangible you know things like happiness or prettiness or smartness or popularity or how accepted you are or your humor or you know your fame or success or anything um and obviously that's a whole huge kettle of fish and a lot to unpack but if I think this ties in with gratitude if instead of thinking oh I'll be happy when I have this job or I get you know this level of education or I get this wardrobe or I'm in a relationship with this perfect person instead think of okay what already makes me feel happy or pretty or accepted or interesting in my own life and try and expand and focus on and put energy into those things if you can because you kind of already know they work right you already know they give you that feeling or experience or emotion um so like for me i think spending time with my friends and taking the time to make myself really good food or going on a walk and listen to a podcast or spending time with my dog or reading like these are all things that I really enjoy and they already give me these emotions and it doesn't involve me feeling like I need to be you know a certain body type or have certain grades to feel those emotions if that makes sense and everyone has things and I know this in their life no matter how small that will already make them feel good so I think it's just tapping into that and focusing on it and exploring other things that might make you feel the same way um that can be quite a helpful almost antidote to this really toxic issue of you know constant comparison but I guess a final reminder is that it's guaranteed like 110% if everyone that you look up to and want their life they're thinking the same thing about someone else and people will be thinking about you and it's just you know a chain this is endless no one is ever ever going to be 100% satisfied with what they have um and that's not to say you have to just resign and settle yourself to your fate or you know what you've got at the moment and not want to change but I think it's when there's an unhealthy obsession with living a life like someone else that's when it becomes a really really problematic thing but yeah just remember like everyone you aspire to be you don't know what's going on below the surface they could definitely be unhappy or you know really struggling or miserable and just because their life looks quote perfect quote unquote it's highly likely that it's not because life isn't perfect nobody is um but yeah I just think you know remember the grass isn't always greener sorry that's a bit of a hefty episode I know um I hope if you made it to the end that you're well I hope everyone's doing well but if you made it to the end you're probably the only ones hearing this so I hope you're doing well um thank you for listening for another week of me just rambling and I will talk to you next week bye